0: Hi there and welcome to the Electric Vicuna podcast, original audio drama from 12 years of productions. I'm Jack Ward. This idea for this episode's story came from a simple walk to the local corner store. As I ambled up with a carton of milk under my arm, I met a middle-aged woman buying a pack of smokes. Not exactly an unusual sight in Nova Scotia. Now, I don't smoke and I Don't really understand the habit, but neither is it for me to judge. I did note, however, that there was a large picture of a diseased lung and warning labels all over the package, as is the law in Canada. Basically, it struck me. This woman was paying with full knowledge that this was going to kill her. Maybe that's true. Maybe it isn't. The fact is, it seemed a little absurd, and I mumbled out loud, yet entirely to myself. Wouldn't matter if they attached electrodes to those, would it? The woman heard me, which startled me to no end, and grinned, saying as she opened the pack, not a bit. Thus the show Spin 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 was born. Happy listening.
1: Pete Beamer is a man caught between two states of being, on and off. When turned on, Pete is a dynamo of energy, enthusiasm, and a testament to faith. When turned off, Pete is a perennial cynic and bitter snark. It's not hard to understand how he got that way. Finding meaning in a world where truth is only as potent as the next 40 second spot might mean an installation of a dimmer switch for all the grades of character. Illumination provided by the Shadowlands.
2: Like, my hair gets so... hot.
3: Yeah, I know what you mean. It's the heat.
2: Exactly! Like the heat. Exactly. I mean, I can't do anything with it.
4: Yeah, sticky heat. Humid. What? <laughs> it's the humidity?
2: Right. Like he said. Humidity. My hair gets just so...
4: Hot. God help me. What? Um, just admiring my full drink. I still gotta finish it.
2: Yeah, you've been drinking that for an hour. Do you want another?
4: No, I'm good. I can't guzzle right now for some reason.
2: I have this fish. What? <laughs> you know, my fish. He's surrounded by algae. I can't figure out why he's still alive.
3: What's that got to do with anything?
4: Drinks like a fish? Mm, what? I said I don't guzzle. She thought about people who drink like fishes and uh, voila. Oh.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, like connect the dots, okay?
3: Who can figure out what you think?
2: Did you read that book I gave you?
3: No, I left it at your place.
2: That one about women. You know, written by that, like, Trekkie. Oh, I can't believe you don't remember.
3: I'm telling you, I left it at your place.
2: What the hell was it called?
4: Men are from Kronos, women are from Angel One. Yeah,
2: Yeah. did you read it? He's like this huge Trekkie, and he can't remember it. Trekker! Whatever. If it were like, Seven of Nine flashing her spandall leotard, he'd be like Alex Trebek. But because it's an actual book, it's not like he can read or anything. Did you read it?
4: Yeah, I read it. Men are from Kronos, women are from Angel One. You know, you know what the horrible truth about women is? What? The book goes on to say how women need to find a young man to satisfy them.
2: Yeah, cause We reach our sexual peak at, like, 40. Yeah,
4: and that's biology, and you can't argue with it.
2: Exactly. (laughs) See what I mean? Smart man.
4: But I'm younger than you.
2: That ain't the point.
4: Nevertheless, it's wrong. What? But you just said that... That's the horrible truth. Women don't need younger men. Men, on the other hand, belong with women half their age. And not the other way around.
2: (laughs) Yeah? Where did you get that from?
4: Women look for security. Men, for a way to prove to themselves they're still youthful, still have the edge. So what's the opposite? Okay, a woman who's twice a man's age has good sex if she gets him before he peaks at, like, 18. Of course, she could get arrested if she gets him much before. But what can she expect afterwards when she wakes up in the morning?
2: More great sex?
4: (laughs) No, adolescence. She helps him through puberty, which ends at about 40. At which time, he puts her in a home for some younger chick with anti-gravity breasts and uh, yen for sugar daddies. And the whole vicious cycle begins again. So yeah, all the middle-aged housewives rah-rah themselves when they see a celebrity actress gets herself a 20-something lover. But just be glad you're not the one trying to teach him how not to fart and blame the dog for the next 20 years.
5: I'm looking for a Mr. Beamer.
4: Uh, I'm Pete Beamer.
5: He's all yours. (laughs) Lucky girl. Friend of yours?
4: Yeah, we go a long way back. Alma mater of this particular watered down drink. So you're looking for me?
5: Yes, Mr. Beamer.
4: Pete. Mr. Beamer is somebody who invented a car.
5: Cute. Yes, well, Pete. You've requested a student for co-op?
4: You were supposed to come in tomorrow.
5: Yes, well, I wanted to get a head start and meet you. Your answering machine said you'd be down here. Lynn, isn't it? Ms. Ryden, actually. Fine,
4: Lynn. May I call you Lynn?
5: Actually, I would prefer what if you What is your
4: master's thesis?
5: My thesis? Sure.
4: You're a master's student. Master students have these thesi, whether they're in business economics or yodeling.
5: It's still being worked out. Well,
4: what's the rough draft?
5: It's not even in that Working form,
4: title. Really. What's the working title?
5: Economic imperatives in a transmigrational global climate. I see. I told you, it's really... Oh, no,
4: no, it's good. It's good. No, really it is. So you're talking about how all the jobs are going to countries with less benefits, cheaper workers, and lax environmental standards.
5: It's more about competitiveness in the marketplace.
4: Couldn't we save money if we just cut the minimum wage in half?
5: Well, sure, but the cost of living the cost would of go living down.
4: go down now, wouldn't it?
5: Eventually, and perhaps we've got inflated wages right now, but in the but meantime, but in the
4: meantime, people wouldn't take too kindly to a cut in their wages, especially not professionals or computer techs.
5: Do you always ask a question and then finish the sentences? Finish the, the
4: sen- sentences for people.
5: Yes, it's really Annoying.
4: very Yes, I could see that, well, only when I've had time to unwind with some drinks, actually. And never with a client. Can I get you something?
5: No, I think I should go.
4: Can I get you something to drink?
5: They talk a lot about you, the academic advisors.
4: Oh, really? Well, what do they say?
5: That you're impossible. You go through three times as many co-op students than any other placing. And that you're a sexist pig. (laughs)
4: Really? Then why are you here?
5: I was just leaving. No, no, no,
4: no. I mean, why did you come here in the first place?
5: Well, they also said that you were brilliant. That if I could hack it with you, I'd learn more about marketing in one semester than I would through my entire academic career.
4: (laughs) Well, sounds like a good trade-off. About that drink.
5: No, thank you. I mean, I appreciate your interest, but I just don't think this is going to work.
4: Fair enough, fair enough. May I ask you just one question before you leave? Okay. What do you want out of life?
5: What? I don't understand the question.
4: It's pretty straightforward.
5: But I want so many things.
4: Not things. I didn't ask what things you want out of life. I asked what you want out of life.
5: A good job?
4: (laughs) Well, at least you didn't say love.
5: Well, what answer were you looking for?
4: I'll make a deal with you. When you know the answer to that question, then you can take the rest of the semester off. Never show up at my office again, and I'll give you a glowing grade for the whole (laughs) co-op.
5: You're kidding.
4: I never kid. Well, okay. Actually, I'm kidding about that. I do kid. But right now, I'm not kidding. I'm being serious. The offer stands. I know how busy it gets. You stick it out with me only long enough to answer that one question, to my satisfaction, and I'll give you a free pass to do whatever you like for the rest of the semester. Do we have a deal?
6: I don't know.
4: It would be a shame to have shown such moxie coming out here tonight, a day before you were supposed to. Take a chance and meet me and all that, and then just trundle back to square one, only to find another placement now, wouldn't it?
5: Weren't you meeting a client at the bar?
4: There? No. Oh, I always let people know where I am on my answering machine. You never know when a client may need to get hold of me.
5: Well, why are you leaving now? Well, it's getting late.
4: And you should be going home anyway, huh? Unless, um... uh, Unless you'd like to stop over from my place for a nightcap?
5: I think I'll pass.
4: Suit yourself. But I have a great view from my veranda through to the valley.
5: Tomorrow morning.
4: Tomorrow morning. Of course.
5: Nine o'clock sharp. (laughs)
4: Nine o'clock, sharp.
5: Good night, Mr. Beamer.
4: Your hand, why, Lynn? You're an old-fashioned gal. I haven't kissed a
5: just the handshake, Mr. Beamer.
4: Just the handshake, Mr. Beamer. Of course. Good night.
5: Thanks, I really appreciate this. He should be here by now. Okay, Mr. Pete Beamer, it's now 9.05. Wow, some place. Hello, you're quite the beauty, and you have friends, don't you? So, what do you think of Beamer? I mean, he feeds you, so you have to like him. But other than that... Italian marble flooring... Stone facings on every surface... And look at the tank he bought for you! You could fit a diver in there! Not talking, huh? I don't blame you. You may not be a piranha, but why bite the hand that feeds you, you know?
7: Excuse
5: me? Yes! Sorry! May I help you?
7: We're looking for the office of Mr. Peter Beamer.
5: (laughs) You found it!
6: Something funny, miss?
5: No! Hmm. Sorry. It's just the name Peter Beamer. That's the first time I've heard him called Peter.
7: You new here?
5: Yes. That is to say, I'm his new assistant. Please come in. Mr. Beamer hasn't arrived yet. Is he expecting you?
8: No. Nevertheless, I'm certain he will want to speak with us.
5: Please come in. There are seats over by his desk. Can I offer you something? I might be able to rustle up some coffee. No, thank you.
7: No.
6: Uh, thank you. But, no.
5: You're sure I can't get you something? It's really no trouble. Well,
8: no.
7: No.
5: All right, then. Well, as I said, Mr. Beamer is expected momentarily. Good morning, everyone. Mr. Beamer, I thought you were going to be here at 9 o'clock sharp.
4: No, you said you were going to be here at 9 o'clock sharp. I just agreed with you. Good morning, everyone. I'm Peter Beamer. (laughs) And while I only recently have my new assistant, I'm sure I would have remembered if I booked an appointment this morning.
8: Our apologies, Mr. Beamer. However, time is of the essence. Then please sit down.
4: Lynn could get you some coffee. Already offered. Then how may I help you? Your reputation precedes
6: you, Mr. Beamer. It is said you could sell sand to the Iraqis.
4: Actually, the product was technically called American Beach particulates. Apparently, sand made in the U.S. of A. has more of a land of the free nature. And it was the Saudi Arabia. Nevertheless, there. we have a challenge for even your marketing skills. Okay, I'm listening. Do you
8: smoke, Mr. Beamer? I'm
4: sorry, they don't let you smoke in this building. I've argued with the superintendent enough, something about a silly municipal regulation. That's
8: not what I meant. I'm not asking you for a cigarette, Mr. Beamer. I'm asking if you smoke. Well, occasionally, but not as a rule. I'm sorry, this just won't work. Sit down, please. You heard him. He smokes. I don't want a smoker as our spokesperson.
6: It is a good thing, then, that it is the government's money that's paying for the marketing and not kill cancer today.
4: I'm sorry, I think I've skipped a page or two.
8: How current are you on your politics, Mr. Beamer?
4: Politicians are expert marketers and impressive liars. How current do I need to be? Three
6: weeks ago, the government passed the annual budget for the next year. Three months early.
4: Yes, I read something about that. Unusual, since we're barely into the fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. Government efficiency for you. Undoubtedly. What
8: wasn't widely reported, and frankly, mostly ignored, that to do so, the government made certain compromises with lobbying groups and the official opposition to get their budget through.
4: Sounds like business as usual but how does this all involve me?
8: Underneath the budget another bill was passed, one that will change the tobacco industry in this country forever and may end the scourge of cancer there. A new
4: change
6: in the non-smoking laws will require an extensive PR campaign and we think you're the man for the job.
4: You want me to sell a new smoking law to the public? Isn't that something for the health department to take on? Normally, yes.
7: But there are some additional concerns that have been called into question if we did this uh, in-house.
5: Additional concerns?
4: Yes, if they do it, it'll look bad for the government. If they get a private firm to do the PR, it looks like industry supports the government's bid. Especially if we're not an NGO attached to anti-smoking campaigns.
5: Ah.
6: The thing is, off the record.
4: Yeah, off the record, of course.
6: Off the record, Mr. Beamer, the government never expected the bill to pass. We made the attempt to get the budget through. However, recently...
7: Uh, Thanks to some redefinition of civil liberties due to terrorist attacks... Thanks
6: to some redefined civil liberty laws due to terrorist attacks, the government has the ability to put into place rather... stringent, non-smoking policies.
4: What? Are you removing health care from the smokers? Hiking their insurance rates further. Or tattooing smoker on their foreheads. No. shot down in committee.
8: Cigarettes will still be available at all stores as before. At competitive prices
7: to stop smuggling and aid in taxes. With,
6: with a slight addition.
7: What addition?
8: Each cigarette will be manufactured with a bioelectric patch.
7: A what? A
6: bioelectric patch. It's the latest technology. It activates when you take a hit, drawing smoke into your lungs.
4: You're kidding.
8: Not at all. The patch gives off 30 volts, not enough to permanently damage the smoker, but it will give them a heck of a sting every time they suck in the tobacco. You're
5: kidding.
4: What about rolling papers?
7: On some products, it's attached to the filter. Rolling papers have the patch affixed to the papers themselves. It's extremely thin, almost like an onion skin, incredibly porous. Most tests show that smokers can't even tell the difference between the old and the new. You've already done
4: experiments.
5: Until they draw it in.
6: Until they draw it in. Yes, well, that's where you come in, Mr. Beamer. Like I said, the government didn't expect the bill to pass. But now that it has, we must honor our obligation.
8: It's the decent thing to do.
7: Our esteemed colleague from Kill Cancer Now Society is, as you can guess anxious to see this taken care of immediately. The changes to the cigarettes are expected to be in the stores before the end of the year. And you
4: want me to? We need
6: you to sell this to the public, Mr. Beamer. We know non-smokers will have a heyday with this news, but smokers
4: our voters too. We need someone
7: with marketing savvy to make this work.
5: This is unbelievable, but Mr. Beamer. Why don't
7: you help
8: our guests to the door? Yes, sir. This is important work, Mr. Beamer.
7: And you came highly recommended. Your work on the portable battery charger alone...
4: I wouldn't so quickly dismiss. You misunderstand me. If this campaign needs to be in place well before Christmas, I'd better get working on it today.
2: But you can't...
6: There is the matter of your fee.
4: I will send you a quote by the end of the business that day. That would be satisfactory. Yes, and I think you'll find my quote equally so.
8: But... Thank you, Mr. Beamer. Mr. Beamer. There are thousands of people in cancer wards now who, if they had this patch, might have quit smoking and saved their lives. Yes,
4: yes. Well, if we only knew then what we know now, We'll look forward to that quote. Yes, and thank you. Have a great day.
8: You can't
5: seriously want to take this job. Why not? It's a crazy idea.
4: Do you know who they were?
5: Yes, the government, and some anti-smoking lobbyist, it seems.
4: And you're surprised it's crazy.
5: But you'll be universally hated.
4: Well, then I'd better come up with a good promotion.
5: You could just give it to somebody else. Ah,
4: uh, what fun would that be? Where were we?
5: You cancelled the shocking health matters idea, nixed the campaign for every breath you take, I told you Sting wouldn't allow his song to be used for this, and naysayed the sit-down-lift-your-chin-while-we-fascist-bastards-slap-on-one-more-electrode-to-your-temple project.
4: Well, actually, that last one wasn't an idea, just a little tension I kind of figured. Yeah. Think.
5: You know, it's been three days, and think. Aren't you getting a little concerned? Toast.
4: Toast? Yeah. Peter's inverse law of marmalade toast dynamics.
5: What is that? And what has it got to do with what we're doing? The amount of
4: times dropped marmalade toast will land right side up is inversely proportional to the amount of time you have to clean it up. Okay. Because we need an answer today, It's going to elude us. All we have to do is think that we have all the time in the world and... an answer will come to us.
5: Okay, how do we do that?
4: It changes the subject. To what? Well, I have these, well, fantasies of you at night. It helps me sleep. Excuse me? You don't have to write this down. It won't be used for the promotion. I have these fantasies about you at night. You are, of course, the way you are in that kind of repressed way. Yeah, just the way you're looking at me right now.
5: Repressed?
4: Yes, the way you have your hair back, like right now, in that tight bun. And those glasses. You like conservative clothes, don't you? Don't be offended. I'm sure you're a very sensual person. Like I said, I, I like the repressed conservative look. It works for my fantasies. I have just one question, though.
9: And what
5: would that be?
4: How can your skin be so ivory, like fine porcelain? It really reflects the blue of your eyes.
5: Mr. Beamer? Yes, Lynn? You are standing too close to me.
4: Yes, of course. That was entirely inappropriate. I apologize. I would think so. It changed the subject, though, didn't it?
5: Inappropriately so. You're going to have to stop doing... I know,
4: I know, I know. I apologize. I have a problem speaking out what's on my mind.
5: As long as we are clear.
4: Absolutely. Well, do you have any questions?
5: About what? Well,
4: anything in the last three days.
5: Well, now that you mention it, there was something about a portable battery charger? Yeah? That's one product I never came across in my research. It was a
4: small item that I did a promotion for.
5: What's so unusual about a portable battery charger? Sounds like it would sell itself. You no,
4: know, it, it used batteries to charge batteries.
5: So you're saying it took, it took batteries batteries
4: to charge batteries.
5: But that's Pretty totally. Pretty much
4: defeating the purpose. Yes, I know.
5: How many units did you? You promised you wouldn't
4: finish, finish your my sentences anymore. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous.
10: Sr. Beamer, it is so delightful to make your acquaintance. Hello. I am so sorry. My associate and I have no appointment. We were hoping you might make some time for us, see?
4: See? Hey. Certainly, um, um, please come in. Have a seat.
10: If you are having a particular private moment- Oh, no! Perhaps... No, no, please come in. No? No.
4: Hmm, well, there you have it.
10: Signor Beamer, I am but a humble employee of Rothlin's International. The tobacco company? Rufflins has many interests and products for the discriminating lifestyle, but see, See. our main line is cigarettes.
4: Yes, I remember seeing a special about you on 60 Minutes.
10: An unfortunate and skewed view of our company. Bad press, I'm afraid, is something of a cloud over our heads.
4: You have a way with imagery, Miss... um...
10: It has come to our attention that you represent the government in its latest attack upon our customers. It has. And I am here to plead my case. You are. Si, see, Signor Beamer. You see, we are simply trying to sell a product that our consumers enjoy. Certainly, it may have some health risks, but what things most pleasurable in life aren't without a little risk? See.
6: Si? See. Si. See. Si. See. Si.
10: Can I get you or
5: your associate anything? Some coffee. Coffee would
10: be nice. What a delightful girl.
4: Yes, I've always thought so.
10: <coughs> huh.
4: However, you were um saying about Rothlands.
10: Of course. Business before pleasure. I respect that, mister Beamer. Although I believe pleasure and business mix extremely well.
4: You have a proposal. See. Si. See. Si.
10: Simply refuse to market this obscene law for the government, and we would be happy to give you a lucrative promotional challenge of our own. See?
4: See. Si. Yes, I see. Si. See. Si. Uh <clears throat> why, if I can't be candid
10: Oh, si- I so wish you would, Signor.
4: Yes. Well, why did Rothlands not fight and kill this bill before it was passed into law?
10: I am embarrassed to express, Signor Beamer, to a man of such great intelligence and machismo as yourself, my failings, would you find me unattractive for such a mistake?
4: Well, we all make mistakes. Miss, um... Si,
10: I missed the bill. Si. We were steeped in the litigation of another unfortunate matter and had, how you say, dropped the ball? It is now Rosalind's intention to look into purchasing the star quarterback... Your rugged self, senor, before true damage can be done to our fine line of products.
4: Are you saying that Rothlands intends to defy the law?
10: Senor Beamer, you astonish me. We are not monsters. We at Rothlands have always followed government sanctions, no matter how draconian they are. Even now we are preparing our line for the changes to production to install the new filters as per regulation.
4: But if you're able to save the customers millions of dollars by effectively opposing a law... We
10: are able to pass the savings on to our customers. Viva la democracy! Viva
4: la democracy!
10: So, we are in agreement, you and I.
4: And what would happen should I choose to reject this um, very generous offer? Oh,
10: such a decision would break my heart, senor. I like you. Perhaps too much. You see, I am such a big fan of your work ethic. Pescados. Si. Such miraculous animals fish are. Are they, not, senor? In this tank they are so dependent upon certain conditions for life. Ah. How careless. My apologies, Signor Beamer. I will, of course, pay for any damage. Please, think on my offer. We never really consider how fragile things truly are. They...
4: they just... Threatened us, yes.
10: Aren't you going to call the police?
4: And tell them they broke our aquarium? They already promised to pay for it.
5: Aren't you going to do anything? I
4: am. Why don't you find a bag and help me pick up the fish before they asphyxiate?
5: Hmm. Even fish breathe their last against big tobacco. What are you doing? I thought
4: I'd give Da Vinci's Sistine Chapel a run for its money. What's it look like I'm doing? I'm painting the office.
5: The entire office? The walls look...
4: Burnt almond.
5: I would have said Sienna Sunset.
4: It certainly sounds more festive. I think a nice Mexican theme would enliven the place, don't you?
5: Mr. Beamer, the proposal? Hmm. Today's Mm -hmm. the deadline. Mm -hmm. If we don't have it in, then... Painting
4: is always an opportunity to look at things from a new perspective, don't you think? I like to redo my office at least seasonally.
5: I thought that... Yes? Well, the meeting with tobacco certainly motivated me to change where I live, but I was considering changing the location, not a new paint job.
4: I don't think I have the time to switch to clay tiles. But I think that would make all the difference in the world, actually, don't you?
5: You're not concerned at all.
4: Sure I am. Those stone works with the Mexican theme. The color's all wrong.
5: Big tobacco. Oh.
4: The gutter calls to the sky.
5: The gutter.
4: Calls. To the sky.
5: Of course.
4: When you're lying ass-back on the ground, you can't help but yell at everything above you. I see. You certainly don't look at yourself.
5: And we would be... The sky
4: in this scenario. Rothlands isn't going to do anything to us. If they try and sue us, we're under contract from the government. We're just doing a job. They're the ones that got caught flat-footed. And now they need someone, anyone, to blame but themselves.
9: Have you been here all night? Can y'all imagine? A snowstorm at the tail end of November. Feels like just yesterday we were worrying the heat.
4: Pariah, welcome.
9: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Commercial all done? Fresh off the presses. Brought it for your pretty blues to see. But I guess you're tied up.
4: Mmm. This is my uh assistant, Lynn.
9: Ms Ryden. Actually, my name is Mariah Crowley. No, my name is Ms Ryden. I thought you said her name was
5: it it is. It's just that uh,
9: never mind, Lynn will be just fine. <sighs> all righty, darling. Do you all have a DVD?
4: Sure. over there by the fish tank. Second cupboard. There's one hooked up with the screen already.
9: I'll get it for you. Mm. Very efficient of you, Lynn. Just slide in the first track, won't you, darling? Just be a sec. Do you want the remote?
11: Meltweed is a trademark system for Target Zero Fitness Centers. All people, events, ideas, and notions involved with his dramatization provide no basis for you to replace your normal... That'd be nice, routine.
9: darling. I forgot about the legal legal stuff. Boring if you ask me. However necessary. One sec. Almost done fast forward into our commercial.
4: I'm amazed you got this shot so quickly.
9: Darling, when you have a pip of an idea like what we cooked up together, waiting's just an excuse for missing the boat. Shh. here it is now.
11: Why do most people drop out of health clubs across North America? How much knowledge do you have of advanced fitness equipment? What time of year do you gain the most weight? Feel out of shape? Feel out of motivation? No money? No time? Now this will all change with melt weight. weight is based on time-honored grooving technique to get your heart rate up. Work the entire spectrum of your muscles from ankles to quads. Use the melt weight technique to get the whole burn. Aren't they just you? You might think you can get this kind of workout at home and you can that's the beauty of the melt weight full system workout for the best results join your local mobile target zero fitness center our qualified personnel will assess you help you design your personal melt weight plan
5: i'm no different than any of my friends i put most of my weight on during the winter months i mean with thanksgiving christmas new year's eve it's a license to pig out most outdoor fitness programs require a summer routine or a lot of equipment Not melt weight, I just get my burn buddy. It's the right fit for my height and build and I'm meeting new people. I mean actually meeting new people while I lose the slab. How great is that?
11: Target Zero has convenient pickups all through the day to fit your schedule.
2: I can't believe how easy and helpful my trainer is. She found a community where I could get down to it and at a reasonable price. I don't even have to drive there. I meet the Target Zero Fun Reveal at the depot, and I can be feeling full burn before my lunch break is done. Satisfaction.
11: The Burn Buddy is the last piece of exercise equipment you'll ever need. Toss away those bars, rolling or otherwise. Get rid of ab crunching forever. The Burn Buddy will have you rippling with muscles and slough off the holiday feast in no time. Need a solid factory plastic and a traditional wood carving? The Burn Buddy looks attractive in any home long and slender with a wide blade to give you control as to the weight burn you need. Burn Buddy is your buddy in Melt Weight. Contact your Target Zero Fitness Center today. Get to know your zone Melt Weight Officer. They are ready to help you. Aren't you tired of being tired during the winter? Need a boost? Need to get back in shape once and for all? Let Melt Weight run off the path of your body this winter. Melt Weight will work for you. We guarantee it. Meltweight is a program owned and certified by Target Zero Fitness Centers. Target Zero Fitness Centers are indemnified from any actual results which may vary according to the participant. Target Zero makes no claims to the effectiveness or veracity of this or any of its other programs. Consult a doctor before involving yourself in any fitness program. Meltweight is a trademark awesome product.
9: Well? What do y'all think?
11: Brilliant, Mariah.
4: It looks really flashy. I especially like the animation on the Burn Buddy.
9: Thank you, Pete. We got that guy you recommended who drew the character for Lil' Stalin.
4: <laughs> the commie cleaner who can. How could I forget?
9: And you, darling, what do you think? It's
5: rather unorthodox.
4: Mariah's a friend. She appreciates you being candid.
5: I can't believe it! You're selling snow shoveling!
9: Snow shoveling with good technique, darling.
5: It's still snow shoveling. I mean,
9: your mobile fitness center is a large Winnebago with showers installed. A vista of visual delights. Community after community you've never seen before. And the burn buddy? I have two of them. One in my car if I get stuck on the road. No, darling. You've got a snow shovel. A burn buddy is ergonomically designed and modified for high performance fitness. Well what what do you do if there's no snow? There's all kinds of cardio programs we've developed to use the burn buddy with when the snow comes. We consider those high burn opportunities. In the meantime, we collect for neighborhood watch as well as some extra coin for collateral community improvement.
5: Collateral community
9: improvement. Shoveling driveways. And people pay for this. I've got 700 memberships this month. And this commercial ain't aired yet, honey. Wow. I'm in the wrong business. Thing is, darling, nobody's gonna use a snow shovel if they have to. You got to make the gain better than the loss. You can't go around shoveling something down folks' throat. Mariah, say that again. What?
4: What you just said. You can't go shoveling stuff down folks' throats. Exactly. Mwah. Exactly. You're beautiful, Ms. Crowley. Beautiful.
9: Why, Pete, you're going to turn my head.
4: Lynn, call up the G-men and my best friend from Kill Cancer today. Looks like we've got a campaign. Thank you for coming at such short notice.
8: We have been waiting rather patiently for your new promotional ideas, Mr. Beamer. The government is not a patient body. Yes, well, with
4: a four-year lifespan, I completely understand. Let me ask you something, gentlemen and, uh, lady. What's the biggest problem with selling your bioelectric patch to the consumer?
7: It hurts people?
4: Bingo! On the money. Well, it does. No, he's absolutely right, Mr. Um... Yes? Never mind. As I was saying, he's right. It hurts, folks. That's the whole point of it, right? To try and stop smokers from smoking. But of course, the problem is, the stick doesn't work.
8: Stick?
5: Using a big stick to beat people into stopping smoking, instead of a carrot to encourage them away.
4: Oh. Exactly. Thank you, Lynn. We use the carrot and the stick approach in marketing. With one hand, you draw the customer hither. With the other, you beat them away from what they think they want. It's a tried-and-true method. In fact, I once knew this woman who was so... We understand the
6: concept. Please continue.
4: Yes, right. Well, in this case, however, the carrot-and-stick approach is useless. Let's be honest. You've got a group of people who are so well-fortified in their position... If they were in charge of Berlin, Germany would have won the war on D-Day.
8: I don't care much for that example. And
4: of course you'd be right, it was an unfair caricature. HOWEVER, the metaphor holds. Smokers have had high prices, warning labels that stretch across their packages, telling them that they are partaking of absolute sewage with each puff. They have pictures of rotting teeth, diseased lungs, and aborted babies, all in living color across each cigarette deck. Has it stopped smoking? No. Has it lowered the amount of smokers smoking? Not really. Not really. Smoking contains more than 400 toxins, 4,000 chemical compounds, including tar and carbon monoxide. Smokers live on an average of seven to eight years shorter than non-smokers, and when they go with cancer, it ain't a pretty sight. All of this we know already. Yes, you're right. You know all this, but you don't know what it means. You think it means we need to reach smokers more effectively. And sure, you're going to be able to stop some new smokers and even some old smokers from lighting up. But listen, we're talking about people who ingest poison every day, sometimes several times a day. Not only do they do it, they're proud of it. They stand by their brand of poison. So? So we don't try and save them. We don't try and shame them. We don't try and win them through arguments of health and their own welfare.
3: Instead, we do this. Just say yes? Yes.
6: Just say yes?
3: Yes.
8: Just say yes?
3: Yes, yes. Yes. Just
4: say yes. You've lived through the Reagan years of just say no. Well, we're tired of being bullied around. You wanna change the rules? Go ahead. You want some crackpot, out of control, special interest group? No offense. Hey! To jack up our right to choose how we spend our money, how we live our life, what our leisure activities are? Bring it on. Bring it on. It'll be just an extra buzz. Bring it on. We'll take this fascist legislation and smile. Just. Say! Yes.
6: It's brilliant.
7: We'll be heroes.
6: We'll be folk heroes.
10: So, it seems our Senior Beamer has spurned my offer. See. Si. Unfortunately, a woman scorned is a sad and unpredictable affair. See. Si. I would never see harm come to such an altista. Si. His assistant, however, looks so very fragile. See, I didn't really sign up to be your interior
5: decorator.
4: Hey, consider it a vacation from our work. We signed the government. The promotion is in full swing for two weeks now. You can expect they will release the new campaign commercials before Santa's come and gone from town.
5: Are you decorating the office after this?
4: A personal question, Lynn. I'm shocked.
5: Actually, I just want to know if you're going to have me haul Christmas ornaments, lights, and a tree from the hardware store.
4: Well, it is, just down the street. However, I don't celebrate Christmas.
5: You don't celebrate Christmas? Why not?
4: Too commercial.
5: You're kidding! Wait! Don't cross yet! You almost missed the flashing,
3: don't walk
4: and you thought chivalry was dead. If you carried your sheriff-
3: Lynn! Look out!
5: May I come in? Everything looks very tidy. I know I shouldn't be here. I just... Well, I'm sorry. Say something.
4: Oh, Lynn. I didn't want you to come.
5: I'm sorry. Why did you do that? Why did you push me away?
4: You didn't... It doesn't matter. I I just...
5: What? I...
4: I just don't want you to see me like this.
5: So, you're in a wheelchair. You'll heal. It's only broken bones.
4: I know, but it's the way you're looking at me with those puppy-dog eyes. And, well, I don't want you feeling all bad because of what happened.
5: Is that why you didn't let me in at the hospital?
4: (laughs) Well, I guess it doesn't matter now. You're here. And look... You're wearing your hair down.
5: Yeah, um, well, huh.
4: Hold that thought. Clean your walk? You're with Meltweight, aren't you?
3: Oh, yes. Have you heard of us?
4: Yes, I have.
3: Great. That'll be three dollars for the walk in the driveway.
4: Not interested.
5: Pete!
4: I hate salesmen.
5: I cannot believe you just did that. They're your client.
4: Not anymore. Time to put that promotion to bed. Come here. Your leg. Uh, Yes, yes. My leg is broken twice below the knee, but my lap is just fine.
5: Oh, Pete.
4: I have something for you.
5: You have something for me? Well,
4: actually, two things. If I could just reach.
5: Here, let me get off Don't you dare.
4: It took me two broken bones to get you here in the first place. (laughs) Here you go.
5: A letter from Rothlins? The tobacco people. Those bastards. Are they going to pay for running you down?
4: Now, Lynn, that was never proved. Just look at the letter.
5: Mr. Beamer would like to present an offer for... Holy crap! Do you know what this means?
4: Yep. Apparently, the smoking campaign was so popular for them, they're opening up a whole new brand of cigarettes. Jolt Smokes. (laughs) They want us to do the promotion. Apparently, the electro patches, after a while, add to the stimulation of a cigarette.
5: Hooked on electricity. (laughs) Of all things.
4: Just another toxic cocktail for their mix. Well, whatever makes the customer happy.
5: Wait a minute. They want... us to do the promotion?
4: Well, sure. You don't think I can do this alone, do you? Well... The semester's over, but... well, I was hoping that...
5: Actually, I've discovered what I want out of life. What's that? Passion. I want to have the same passion for my life as you do.
4: So? What about the promotion? (laughs)
5: As you say, sure sex sells, but what does it pay?
4: You know, we're going to need to get to work on this right away.
5: uh Uh-huh. Right away.
4: And we may need to remodel the office after the holidays.
5: Shut up and kiss me.
4: (laughs) Just, um, that other thing? Lynn?
5: What is it, Pete?
4: Merry Christmas.
5: Merry Christmas, Pete. Merry Christmas.
1: We are at our best as human beings when we let go of the images and fantasies that others market for us, and embrace the creativity within. Once we allow the honesty of our passion for people to set flight, lust and illusion dissolve, like phantoms into the landscape, in the Shadowlands.
3: You have just listened to The Seven Deadly Sins Episode 4. Lust, Spin Spin Spin, starring Joe Mauricio as Pete Beamer, Jen Robbins as Lynn, the female bartender was Stephanie Brown, the male customer was Rob Drisdale, G-Man number one was Pasha Ebrahimi, and G-Man number two and tobacco goon was Jack Ward. The cancer lady was Rita Armbruster. The tobacco executives was Sarah Steves. Announcer number one was Andrew Dorfman. Announcer number two, Howard By. Testimonial woman number one was Caitlin McIsaac. And testimonial woman number two was Shannon Hilchey. The shoveler was Edward Armshaw. Shadowlands theme music was created by Christopher Moreno. Incidental music themes and scores by Sharon B. Fowler. Editing by Paul Patterson and Jack J. Ward. Sound effects and digital landscape by Andrew Dorfman. Shadowlands is directed and produced by Jack J. Ward and Andrew Dorfman, and recorded in the sound studios of CKDU 97.5 FM in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Shadowlands Theater is a work of fiction. All dramatic material within is for entertainment purposes only. Any references to real events, businesses, or locales are intended only to give the fiction a sense of reality and authenticity and not to describe any actual conduct. Any character's resemblance to an actual person, either living or dead, is entirely coincidental.
0: The leads in tonight's show moved on to different pastures. That's the problem with over a decade in audio drama. I discover it's difficult getting regulars to last. I can count on one hand the number of actors I've used for our entire run that are still available. I think that's one of the great draws of writing fiction as opposed to radio drama. When you're the only one producing the novel, you aren't nearly as beholden to the talent of others. But I can't help but miss those really talented people I got to work with. And honestly, I think they've made me a better writer in the long run. Next week, we'll have a listen to one of my most compelling characters and stories, An adventure that has haunted me for 30 years. And we'll talk about the future, in more ways than one. Stick around for the adventures of Biff Straker and Spaceways. Until then, I'm Jack Ward for Electric Vicuna Productions. Keep listening.
8: This has been an Electric Vicuna Production.